This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Fly with Tom Casale is my co-host today on BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski here. We continue with our buddy from Roto-Grinders, Dan Bach, at Dan underscore Bach. And I just wanted to follow up, Dan, what you were saying about reacting to the news. I got caught in a pickle last night doing that because Jalen Brown was officially out for the Celtics. I'm thinking, okay, this is a good spot for Kemba. Has some good history (laughs) against the opponent. It was 20 and a half. It goes up to 21 and a half. I'm like, okay, I don't love the move, but I'm still in. Kemba was 17 earlier in the third quarter then he closes with 20 points 21 points i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i mean i also said they're pretty efficient don't forget that but uh (laughs) but you're right man it's not there's nothing worse when it looks like one half into a player prop you're you look like it's it's a lock and then for whatever reason whether it's a blowout or just the way it goes it's it's a it's brutal getting over that edge sometimes Man, are they efficient. In the last few days, I've been involved with so many player props, I either hit it by a half a point or half of assist, or I just missed it. Uh, You mentioned Brooklyn-San Antonio tonight. You like the over two top 10 teams as far as pace, that number hanging around 235. Was there anything else, side, total, player prop, that you find appealing this evening? I, I want to do. I want to go in a slightly different direction with my NBA, and I want to go sure. futures bet because oh. I've done a lot of futures with you on this show, Joe, and I think we've got a pretty good track record here, you know, historically. And for me, I really look look for places where we've got big pricing differential between different sites because I think um, we talk about you know efficiencies in the market, and I think the futures market there are always big differences and spreads between one book to the next. And you're crazy if you don't take advantage of it. And I found a couple here I want to talk about. Uh, first and foremost, points bet. Um, they've got Ben Simmons at Defensive Player of the Year at 10 to 1. And this guy has been lauded as one of the best on-ball defenders this season. Philadelphia, best team in the East. And Honestly, just look at the odds at other books. He's plus 350. He's plus 600. But on points bet, they're, they're hanging 10 to 1 out there on Ben Simmons. Uh, right now, the big favorite is, uh, is Rudy Gobert. He's about, three, you know, he's about minus 300. Uh, but he's won this award a couple of years ago. I think this is a maybe, maybe a spot where they want to give some recognition to Philadelphia. And sure. they do it through Ben Simmons. So at 10 to one, I think that's way too, too high of odds on that bet. So I like that one in terms of, uh, you know, you're going to have to wait a little bit to maybe cash it out, but I feel like the real life odds again are probably more like, like, I don't know, four to one 
instead of 10 to one. So that's the situation uh, I'm looking at. And then we did this last year with football where you find something that I feel is a lock. It might be at minus odds, but it's almost free money. And for me, it's LaMelo ball rookie of the year. I'm finding him at different places at minus 400 uh, to, to win rookie of the year, Bet MGM or excuse me, um, points bet is smart. They're at minus eight thirty four, which I think is closer to the real life odds. But if you've got two grand to put in somewhere at, uh, at minus 400, collect your 500 bucks because LaMelo ball is going to win that award going away. Tyrese Halliburton is now banged up. Their team is not any good this year. There's, there's bad as always. And we've got the Hornets in contention for the playoffs. So lock it up. I mean, it's minus 400. You're going to wait about three or four mo- uh, months to get your money. But man, that, that should be, that should be minus, minus a thousand or minus 1200 in my opinion. Yeah, Dan, I, I like that. Uh, the Ben Simmons one at 10 to one. That's, that's very interesting. Uh, some value there for sure. I just want to, I want to switch gears though, because uh, there's a rumor that you already have a big college football future and I'm very intrigued by this. So uh, what do you got for us? Yeah, I've got a, a couple for you. Um, I love college football. It's my favorite sport. And it, it's hard to make a lot of futures bets right now because you're waiting so long to get your money. It won't be until, you know, uh, January of next year. But if you love to play the futures market, uh, there's a couple of spots that, that I'm looking at. Uh, let's go win the national championship first. And uh, I, I'll say this, too, about futures betting. Uh, unless it's a situation kind of like LaMelo ball where I talked about where it looks just like a, a total lock that something's going to happen. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to lock your money up at a plus three fifty situation. So I'll do it for longer odds. And the team I'm looking at is Cincinnati this year to win the championship at 150 to one. I was looking at their schedule this year. They're not, they're non power five team but they need to have big power five wins. And they've got two teams who are going to be top 25 to start the year in Notre Dame and Indiana, Notre Dame. Ian book is out. They're going to have a new quarterback. They're going to take a step back this year and Indiana, you know, they looked good last year. I'm not sold of them being a, a top 25 team, you know, year in and year out. So they're going to get some power five wins there. They play in a fairly competitive conference. And more than anything is this team is loaded up. I mean, you look around in college football, there were so many quarterbacks that went to the pros. You've got Trask, you've got Mac Jones, you've got Lawrence, you've got Book, you've got Justin Fields. One of the most experienced guys coming back this year is Desmond Ritter for Cincinnati. And he was great last season. And he's been great in his career. 19 passing touchdowns, 12 rushing a year ago. And Luke Fickle probably could have taken a number of jobs this season. He didn't do it. And I think he didn't because he knows he's bringing back a team that can compete. So I love the schedule. I love the odds. I love the offense that they're bringing back to the, to the table this year. Give me Cincinnati at 150 to one. And uh, hopefully they sneak into the final four and then you can hedge your bet a little bit. I love that Cincinnati play. Did you say you had a second one that you made? I do. I've got, I've got two guys I like in for Heisman. And the crazy thing is they play against each other in the first game of the year, which might sound counterintuitive, but the key is you need to have a player that potentially could make it into the final four, I think, to, uh, to win the trophy. And it's the quarterback for Clemson and the quarterback for Georgia. They play the game of the year. Well, the beautiful thing about this is 
if either of these teams lose this game, they've got all season to catch mm-hmm. back up and get into the top four. Uh, clearly, if Georgia would would lose this game, you run the table in the SEC, you win the SEC championship, you're in the final four. And to do that, JT Daniels would have to have a big year. And if you saw what he accomplished late in the season uh, last year when he was finally giving the, the, the starters reins, he put up some pretty big numbers. So we're getting 25 to 1 on JT Daniels. And then the Clemson kid, uh, DJ Ungal, uh, I'm not even going to pronounce it. DJ, okay? <laughs> we saw him. He, we saw him. Um, yeah. We saw him. Yeah. And that's what, where I think there's parallels to Mac Jones. Because remember a year ago, Mac Jones came in for Tua when he was hurt. He got some valuable experience. And then he came back this year with oodles of confidence and just absolutely put up monster numbers and was a finalist for the Heisman. Uh, DJ last year was incredible when he was, when he was playing 781 yards, four touchdowns, two rushing on top of that. And he played against Notre Dame, who had one of the best defenses in college football a year ago. And if you look at the schedule after the Georgia game, they don't play really anybody. I don't know if they got a top 25 team on the schedule after that. So, uh, and what I love most about this situation too, is there's a kid named Justin Ross. I'm not sure how plugged in you are, but. He was an incredible wide receiver a couple of years ago, 17 touchdowns in his two seasons, had a medical issue, had to sit out all of last season, is coming back this year. So he's got maybe the top wide receiver returning in college football this year and a bunch of other experience at that position. So I think he puts up gaudy numbers. I think he accomplishes what Lawrence didn't do. And the odds on him, nine to one. They're not great but I don't see that number really going up from here. So those are my two Heisman futures for college football that I'm, uh, I'm betting this time of year. I love it. I love it. It's March one. People are talking about college hoops. Selection Sunday, a couple weeks away. That's fine. But we've got some college football futures for you. That's that's Cincinnati number. I don't think that's going to be available uh, once we get to the start of the season. So good stuff here. Dan Bach from Roto Grinders at Dan underscore Bach. Dan, I know you bet golf as well. We had work day over the weekend at WGC. So you're only looking at the top of the board. And here's Colin Morikawa, 18 under to win it. You could find him pre-tournament in the range of 50, 55 to, to 1 at some shops. I mean, Dan, when he had that lead heading into the back nine yesterday, there's no suspense. Ice in his veins, man. He is so strong with those irons. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you where he won that tournament, and it was the first two holds where he had about two 15-foot putts. One was to save bogey, and one was to save par, where – he doesn't make either of those two putts, uh, that, that round could have fallen to pieces. And this is a perfect example of a kid who, you know, we knew that, know that he can, he can swing the clubs. Putting has been the problem. And he changed his grip to start this, this season. And he really hasn't had great results. Well, it clearly clicked this week. And for a lot of guys, I mean, most of these players are really good tee to green. It's whoever gets the hot putter. And that's why you were, had such a high number on him last week was the putter had just been ice, ice cold. So those things are, are tough to predict. But I know a lot of people got on that last week just simply looking at it and say, he's too talented to have odds at that level. The same thing with Brooks Kepka a couple of weeks ago with the tournament out in Phoenix, you know, got him at like 50 to one. And they're like, man, I know he hasn't been playing great, but it's still Brooks Kepka. He shouldn't yep. be 50 to one. 
So the question is, is there anybody this week that kind of falls into that category? And I'm not sure I see it, to be honest with you. I mean, the one name that really sticks out at long odds is Ricky Fowler, but he has just been lousy for like going on a year now. And it's hard for me to really see him, you know, turning it on out of the blue here in this competitive field out at the Arnold Palmer. So I I think I'd probably stick more to the top this week if I'm looking to bet it. And I don't love taking favorites in golf, but Rory's been close. He's been very, very (laughs) close. And uh, he's won this tournament previously and he won it going away. Uh, He's eight and a half to one, but my goodness, like I think he's the class of this field by far. Uh, looking forward to it this weekend. Yeah, we, that's why we preach. Always look to the value in golf because nowadays, I mean, there's a list of 40 guys that can win it any weekend. Uh, makes us makes it very profitable for us to bet on. Dan Bach at Dan underscore Bach of Roto Grinders. Dan, I think we hit on everything today. Thanks for your time. Uh, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Enjoy it. Thanks, Good stuff. Dan. Dan Bach there. Make sure, again, you are following him on Twitter at Dan underscore Bach. I don't know if you watched much of it, Tom, but it was cool yesterday to see uh, just about every golfer come out with the Sunday yeah. red in honor of Tiger yesterday. Yeah, no, uh, golf is an interesting sport. It's something that's getting a lot lot more popular. You know, you have the options to bet hole to hole, micro betting, which is becoming popular. So, it, it, you know, it, it's on the upswing. I enjoy it. Mike Rutherford next on College Hoops.